Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Extra Sauce Podcast. It's my fancy sauce. I want some fancy sauce. Yeah. I'm not done using it. With the czar of sauces, Greg Hill. If you're not a nerd, stop listening to the podcast immediately. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but listen. Uh, we do all kinds of things on Extra Sauce. And, oh, yeah. And, and we have been discussing the season seven premiere of Game of Thrones all week. Yep. Huge. Because I, I happen to be obsessed like most of the, the world with it. Um, so I thought we would dedicate a bit of the podcast today to a little nerd talk on Game of Thrones and talk about what's going to happen uh, on Sunday night. Right. Um, now- um, we Shu was able to because he runs in nerd circles. You know, we we was, communicate. Uh, you were able to yeah. to uh, track down the ultimate oh, Game yeah. of Thrones nerd. She's and yeah. Uh, and yeah, and it's and a, a lot of people think they they shame the nerds by acting like they don't get to ever hang out with chicks. But there's it, there's a whole little nerd thing going where they have it's almost like the male nerds. Know something the rest of us don't mm-hmm. because there's some hot male nerd. Uh, there's some hot, there's mm-hmm. some hot female mm-hmm. nerds. Oh yeah, and they have them to themselves. Yes, plus absolutely. they have something. Plus they have something in common. You're with them. letting the secret out, Greg. Yeah, it's like yeah. when uh, when you're hanging out in the Star Trek chat rooms, right? And some random female nerd checks in. Boom! Yeah, you're, you guys have something in common automatically. Like, do you like the handheld phaser? Or do you like the full on <laughs> the full on pistol? And I'm like, yeah, DTF all the way. <laughs> so, um, so you track down Deanna. What's Deanna's last name? Uh, Phil Singer. Okay, right. And she's like a renowned oh, Game yeah, of she's... Thrones nerd. Yeah. And she was kind enough to come on the the uh, podcast and. Um, after Deanna, we're going to talk about Canacon, which is coming to Boston. Yes. So we'll bring it back with a with a little weed talk yeah, after uh, after Game of Thrones. But Deanna, I am told that you are the world's ultimate Game of Thrones nerd. That's true. All That's right, good. True. <laughs> now you actually sound like kind of a cute nerd. I mean, I you know there 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 are cute nerds out there, Shu. You know this. Oh, I know that. Yeah, yeah. in the Trekkie, I know in the Trekkie world. I just got. Are you wearing chainmail right now? <laughs> no. Okay, I'm just checking. Just I was checking. named after Star Trek, though. Really, Deanna yes. Troy? Yes. Really, Ugh. you got that right. What's wrong with you that you got Hello. that right, Shu? Hello. So your so your parents were were a start. Were, they were Trekkies. They were nerds too. Yes. Yeah. Oh well, we're gonna uh, do a whole other podcast with them. Yeah, you're gonna do. A whole, oh, your dad was a Trekkie. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Now, do you still live with them? Yes. Okay. Good. All right. Okay. This is all the, the qualifications all, are there. All the stereotypes. Yeah. yeah. Now, listen. I could not be more excited about season seven. I'm sure you feel the same way. I'm um, so excited. Are you so excited? Yeah. <laughs> I think. Let, let me ask you a question. This is just. This is a a. Before we get into specifics on on uh, Game of Thrones. This is just a 
uh, a, a routine question. How do you personally keep track of everything? Because I'm 50, so it gets confusing. I think Game of Thrones has had over 150 different characters since, since launching. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you, like, do you take notes? Do you, do, do you have, like, some kind of an Excel spreadsheet or something? Like, how do you do it? Uh, I think I just have a good memory. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've read all the books. I listened to a podcast. Um, yeah. I've watched the show through, like, three times, oh, I think. Jeez. Um, three times? How all you- of it? <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I rewatched. I mean, I watched it myself, and then I watched it with my ex when he watched it for the first time, and then I watched it with my parents. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, so. yeah. I mean, you have to have a little bit of time on your hands, and I and yeah. I do too. I, I focus a lot on television; it's one of my things. Yeah. <laughs> um. So listen, we have, um, we we have mother of uh, mother of dragons uh, heading toward King's Landing with the army. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think is there an alliance formed, and and if so, which alliance, like what alliance do you think gets formed? Um, I I want to say that Daenerys and um and Jon Snow and Sansa are gonna team up eventually. Really? Um, I know the first episode's called Dragonstone, so it's gonna be Daenerys going to Dragonstone for the first time. Um. I'm kind of convinced with the show that um, if you don't see someone die, then they didn't die. Mm. So I don't know if mm. Stannis went back to Dragonstone, maybe because yeah. that was his like stronghold. Yeah. Um. So that could be interesting. So that's kind of like when we say on the show, pic- "No pictures, no proof." If somebody yeah. hasn't, right. if, some- if somebody hasn't <laughs> died, yeah. Yeah. interesting. So you think? All right. So you think that that uh, that's the alliance that is formed. And and uh, and and then and then they the had, possibility. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, is speaking of Jon Snow, what is your opinion on what was going on? You know, he he was he was named king, king of the north, mm-hmm. and then we see Sansa give Baelish a look. Yeah. So, uh, in an, in a. Sophie Turner, who plays Sansa, she had an interview with um, someone, um, and she she said that that she thinks that that look meant that uh, that she was like, oh god, like I could have taken power, and now they've chosen him, uh. and she's making eye contact with Peter about like, oh, now we have to take John down. I don't think that's the case. Mm. Um, I kind of think she was like, oh, no, like now I have to defend my brother against this crazy perv man. <laughs> ah, well, that's what I mean. What is what do you think Baelish's thing is like? What is what's his ultimate m- mission? Like, what what is he? I mean, obviously he wants power and everything, but what mm-hmm. is is he he's got to try to get into Sansa's head or whatever to try. I mean, yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah, I, I mean, I think he's just, like, one of those, like, typical, like, creepy, stalker, pedophile guys. Because he, the only reason that he is infatuated with Sansa is because he was in love with Sansa's mother. Correct. And she's, she looks just like her, at least in the books. Looks way more like her, looks exactly like her. Um, and I think that he's just, like, throwing his infatuation of Catelyn over onto Sansa and... He's a manipulative bastard. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like when Shu and LB go out 
Shoe takes the mom. Like, oh, uh, that's yeah. It. That's is that like what that is? Yeah, my impression is the older lady. LB gets the daughter. <laughs> yeah, real nice. We had to bring that into this perfectly good discussion about a wonderful TV show, and you had to taint it with elderly porn. Well, you're king nerd. You must have a question or two here. Uh, uh, can I just uh, admit something to you yes, right now? Yes. I have never seen one episode of Game of Thrones. Ew. I, what is wrong with him, How? Deanna? What is wrong with How? him? Yeah. Um, Why? I've been watching, uh, you know. It's kind of like to me, and I'm not comparing him. It's like the the Lord of the Rings thing and yeah. the fantasy Is stuff. Is it too mystical for you too? Like, fan- yeah, yeah that, I don't really lean towards that. You know, like I'm a sci-fi mm. guy, or but I'll tell you when I tell people that, your reactions are very mellow. Some people go, "Oh yeah. my god!" Yeah, you know, it's like I said, yeah. I ate a baby. Well, there's something. a <laughs> oh my god, really? What's wrong with you? Well, there's a lot of people. I mean, listen, uh, it's it's been am- amazingly amazingly successful amazingly popular oh, yeah. it's huge. so there are people probably who are reading about it and hearing us and and who don't watch who are wondering how the hell they're going to catch up on six seasons by sunday i mean that's it, it's but it is something that you can don't you think deanna you can get and listen there's a lot of characters there's a lot of storylines there's storylines that just go away from the beginning that that you know, have to come back before it ends next season. But um, I think you can get it pretty quick, don't you think, Deanna? Well, there's only, like, it's not like it's one of those TV shows that has 22, 24 episodes a season and there's already six seasons. There's only 10 episodes a season. Um, So that's kind of my argument to people to start off with. Um, And then my other argument is there's so many characters and so many storylines that no matter what your preference is there's going to be someone that you connect with that's and true. someone that like makes you want to watch the show i kind of connect week. uh i kind of connect with lady mormont because uh does she like sauce no she's oh. uh she's evil she's uh <laughs> she's uh, what is the deal with her by the way are we is she what what's what do you think happens to her this season the little girl yes yes she's She's going to kick some ass. You I don't know. So? That's yeah. all I know. <laughs> well, um, not the. I'm not talking about the uh, the crazy. Are you talking about the crazy Stark girl, the one who uh, baked the dude in the uh, pie last season? Spoiler <laughs> no, alert. That's Arya. That's, that's Arya. Yeah. No, I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, I'm talking about the little girl. It was. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got um, the the uh, kid, the Stark kid, who turned into the the uh, three eyed Raven. There. What's uh, mm-hmm. Now he has psychological, amazing psychological powers, and he can kill people. Correct? Um, I don't think he can kill people with those powers. Um, I think that was so inconclusive, and I'm still so unsure of what to think. I like tried to do more research on <laughs> what the heck that was when yeah. the, when that episode came out. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't understand at all. Um, I think that. He is going to be um, a bridge of knowledge for a lot of the characters. Mm. Um, but, yeah. Hmm. Um, because if, because I don't, I don't, do I need to say spoiler alert? No. Like, no, no, no. Because no, no. Rhaegar Targaryen is, uh, is Jon Snow's dad. Yeah. And um, now is that, are, like, are you, are you 100% confident in that? Yeah. Okay. I mean, listen, I think most everybody believes that that was what was revealed, but there's yeah. still a tiny bit of a question to it. Uh, I think it's more, con- uh, well, the, that book hasn't come back, come out yet, but I'm, I'm like 
almost 100% positive. Ew, because um, I've read it in the book. I hate that. Those are the people I don't like either. No disrespect not, to you. It's not, that book isn't even out yet. So. Oh, oh, that book's not even out they're, yet. They're, okay. Are they off book now in this season? Is this the first season they're off book? Kind of, yeah. Season six was kind of off book. Um, they've taken out some characters, but there's some stuff that's like in alignment. But there's no book for like all of the seasons line up with all the books that have come out so far. And there's no no book six yet. What do you make of in the trailer? Have you watched the trailer? Obviously, a yeah. <laughs> hundred times I've watched it, Greg. The um, yeah. What do you make of Sansa when she's talking about the uh, the death of the lone wolf? Um. Well, they they said that they've been say, that's like been a thing with them since the beginning. Um, that I I think that it's foreshadowing of like at least some of the Starks reuniting, and if one of them goes off and doesn't unite they could probably die <laughs> oh i'm so excited i wish it was sunday night right now I sure know. i know you're not i know you're not well excited, you know uh deanna is having a, a a party apparently a viewing party yeah Ooh. a party yeah what can i bring what do we see what appetizer yeah, you guys what do you get like trekkies uh, drink like romulan ale and <laughs> i just got some klingon yeah, right? porter from a friend of mine you know what what do you what well, do you whip up at the uh, game of thrones party there I mean, Omegong, um, the brewing company. Oh, right. Makes, yes, they um, make a, yeah. 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 So well, that's good stuff. I have a couple of those bottles. Um, my friends are bringing some. My friend found a Game of Thrones wine. Um, so. Huh. Yeah. Uh, nice. I know one, I know one thing. Uh, you don't want to be, at your party, you don't want to be sitting next to a White Walker when they get hungry. <laughs> I know. Did you see the secret Snapchat filter? No. What? Tell me. There's like a secret Game of Thrones Snapchat filter. You have to like click on a special link and it only works for like an hour or something. What? Um, but it turns you into a White Walker. What? And your, how yeah, did I not you, know? How did I not know, I know about this? What? I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. I got to get, I have got to get that. How do yeah. you do it? How do you do it? Hold on a second. I I'm amazed. I Snapchat I'm filter. Amazed. I just typed it in on Google. You just typed it in on Google? Yeah, and then yeah. it brought up the website, and you click it, click it, and it will put the Snapchat filter on. <laughs> what do you think happens? What do you think the White Walkers do? Uh, oh my god, I don't know. <laughs> um, well, I know just based on the books, they have like the Battle of Fire and the Battle of Ice. Yeah. Um, and like the whole thing is a song of ice and fire, or fire and ice, whatever the thing is. Um, and like ultimately, I think that there's going to be a battle between the White Walkers and the dragons because the dragons are like fire incarnate, and the White Walkers are ice incarnate. And uh, hmm. there's some rumors that um, that Starks had like mated with White Walkers, so mm-hmm. these Starks have some ice blood in them mm. so if Jon Snow is a Stark and a Targaryen mm-hmm. I don't mm. know where I'm going with that but <laughs> that's that's interesting very interesting yeah well that could be eventually I suppose an alliance kind of thing or at least yeah. the, the they could they could certainly get involved the mm-hmm. um what's the uh is Sam Tarly the name of that uh, of the dude who was the the uh the guy the night watch guy who had the had the baby and everything and then disappeared yeah. last year what do you, yeah. what do you, what do you think happens with him um well he's at the citadel i feel like 
he's, I feel like he's going to be kind of like Brandon Stark in that he's a bridge of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, he does have like, he has another Valerian sword, um, which like. Oh, who doesn't? What? <laughs> I said, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> How many? There's only a couple like in the world. So what? like Brienne has a Valerian sword. Yeah. John does. And Sam Tarly does. Mm. Um, Sure, you and I don't know, know who has the other one because the other one Joffrey had, but Joffrey's dead. Right. What does so the common. What does the Valerian sword do? Does it? Uh, it's um, made with it like it's made with dragon fire. Um, like they're really old swords; they never dull. Um, they like only get stronger, kind of thing. Um, so I, uh, they're like the only things that can kill like. There's a difference between, like, the general zombies and, like, the kings of the White Walkers. Um, so, like, the the big badass guys um, that can't be killed by, like, anything else, um, they can only be killed by the, the Valerian steel. <laughs> so the, the Valerian sword is like the Ginsu of Westeros? Uh, yes. Could you say yes, that? It's just, it is. can cut anything, and yes, if you get one, yes. then you get an extra set of steak knives. For, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'll tell you what, I can't wait until Sunday. And, Me neither. Um, <laughs> it is, I assume that it's, I mean, I shouldn't assume. Your belief on who ends up triumphing uh, at the end, is it... Uh, is it Cersei or what do you what do you who do you think wins? I think it's too obvious, but I I would ideally like to see um, because when the Targaryens conquered Westeros originally, mm-hmm. they had um, the reason their sigil is a dragon with three heads is because they had um, the king with his two sister wives who conquered Westeros. So there's three dragons. Obviously, Daenerys rides one. If John has Stark blood, maybe he would ride another. And then there's a rumor that Tyrion has um, uh, Targaryen blood as well, so maybe he would ride the third. And but, the three of them rule over Westeros together. Oh, but I think really? that's too obvious. Holy! <laughs> well, Tyrion, though, I mean, he's basically. I mean, I think he's been banished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which to me is crazy because she had sex with her brother, which is like a okay, mm-hmm. but you know he killed his father, who nobody liked anyway, and he's and he's banished for that. What I mean, what it doesn't seem fair to me. <laughs> I, it's not fair. It's dumb. It's the politics turning around because of fear of little different people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, um, what time does the party start? <laughs> I start at four. Okay. Oh, four? We're making, yeah, we're making dead net cake pops. We're doing like stuff on the grill. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What are you doing and on the grill? Like a, a jousting, a pool noodle jousting tournament. Oh, oh. there you go, Greg. Jousting. <laughs> jousting. I might, I might, I wear glasses, so I can't, I can't, uh, I can't joust. What are you doing? Dragon meat on the grill or what? Like, what are you? What are you what Maybe. Are you? <laughs> if we can find one. Yeah. <laughs> the mountain? You're going to serve up the mountain on the, uh, on the grill? Yes. <laughs> what about the mountain? Does the mountain get killed? That'd be like, that'd, I feel like that meat would not be very tasty. Mountain meat? Very gamey. So muscly. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, it is the pen the pen ultimate season of, uh, of Game of Thrones. You can tell <laughs> that Deanna is very excited, and then uh, uh, yeah. And thank you so much for giving us your insight. And I you're guess, so welcome. I guess we'll check in with you again. I'm sure as uh, as we continue with uh, with Game of Thrones. All right. Thank you. Deanna. Yeah. Sounds great. Call anytime. Okay. Oh, you'll be home with the parents. <laughs> I mean, you got to watch. You got a well, lot of TV to watch, right? I might be at work, but. <laughs> uh, let me guess. GameStop. Nope. Um, comic book store. No, I have a real job. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, 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 excuse me. And you had a boyfriend. <laughs> you said that too. You had a boyfriend, so I had one. Oh, no yeah. longer. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, thanks. <laughs> Thanks a ton. Thank you so much. Boner, one through eleven. Wow, Boner. I don't think you could have you in particular could have ever out nerded me about anything. Uh huh. Impressive, Greg. <laughs> Nerd points galore there, especially when she brought up the chi- the Snapchat thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. like just about wet your oh, pants. Oh God, are you kidding me? That was incredible. I mean, there's 150 characters, and I'm so old that I only remember who like 20 <laughs> of them are. But um. But you guys were really nerding out. It was, oh, it, was, it was fun to watch. Oh, it was a nerdgasm, <laughs> a complete nerd, a complete nerdgasm. Canacon is happening in Boston at the Heinz Convention Center. You're attending this, yes? Um, I'm going to be yeah. uh, attending and uh, you know checking it out. This is a business oriented convention. Yeah. Uh, so if you're thinking about getting into the business, this is the place to go. It'll you know give you introductions. There will be people there you can talk to about all aspects of the business part of cannabis, which is huge. So if our elected officials ever do what the voters said they had to do and make weed legal, this is mm-hmm. a way that you can make money. You can learn how to make money at yes, Canacon, right? absolutely. Right. Yes. Well, joining us now on Extra Sauce, it is Bob Smart, who runs Canacon. Thank you for having me on. This is awesome. I think there's a sometimes there's a tendency for some that are looking at the business of marijuana to uh, maybe chuckle a little bit and say, oh, you know, which stoner is going to be getting into this? And when, when, when you when you look at a state like uh, Massachusetts, and, and you've experienced this with Washington, that is about to embark on this whole thing, what 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 kind of an estimate is there as far as the all of the revenue that will be uh, in associated businesses? Um, well, to give you an idea for Colorado alone, I mean, Colorado is $2.4 billion in just not even associated or ancillary, just the cannabis business, and created 18,000 new jobs now. Mm. That's just Colorado. That's just Colorado. <laughs> I, uh, I believe here in Massachusetts, <laughs> just uh, medicinal marijuana, when that passed, it created about 2,000 jobs. Yeah. So imagine if we yeah. can get, start I mean, getting that kind of money going. Boston is... Looking at like you know one point one billion dollars you know, just from cannabis industry. You're uh, it's a huge industry. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it's like you know I'm in the I'm in the spirit business, so I think about the I think about the time after prohibition, and you think about the opportunity that existed then, and and uh, you know of course there was. You know, you had to deal with uh, like the Al Capones of the world or whatever who still want to be involved. But um, it's kind of like yeah. a, a, a golden opportunity here for many to get involved in this. Oh, it really is. It really is. And the one thing we've seen, Canacon, and what we really try to teach is I've been a grower for 43 years, to give you an idea. 
You know how many times I've heard when I tell people that I've made my money from cannabis industry, uh, oh, it's just easy money, and you got the easiest, coolest job in the world. It ain't easy. (laughs) Anybody thinking of getting into this industry thinks, oh, this is just money, it's easy work. Uh, Not even close. It's It's as hard or harder than just about anything else you can think of. I think it, it would be harder because of uh, the scheduling of cannabis at the federal level. So it makes it even harder for yeah. other people to maybe want to invest or maybe even take uh, people seriously that want to start a business, right? Oh, totally. I mean, again, I use cannabis as my example. I, mean, I used to own a home garden show, and that is exactly what CannaCon is. You go to your home show, your home garden show, your home's not there, but every product and the service is. When you come out to Canacon, we don't have any cannabis there. We never have. Our huge show that we have here in Seattle, uh, and there's 15,000 people come, 356 exhibitors, and we have it on federal property. There's no cannabis there. Right. Um, but for us, just trying to get banking has been extremely difficult. Um, now, we are the only show, even even with a federal trademark. We, we spent the money and the time and the appeals, and Canacon actually has a federal trademark. <laughs> so uh, the only show out there that does. So in, in, instead of a home show, it's like a homegrown show, man. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, but what kinds of things? Like so, what kind? When you when 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 we go, what kinds of things will we will we experience? Uh, lots and lots of education, and lots of cool new products, and things to make your job easier. Even and we really focused this particular show in Boston on home growth. I mean, you guys aren't there with your laws yet, so you're not going to have any huge commercial uh, growers out there yet until you actually have a law and a way to get a license. So we didn't, you know, bring our big giant, you know, lighting companies to come out and sell thousands of lights to somebody. We really focused this show on all the home growers. So you're going to see a lot of that. You're going to see a lot of things that'll make a small grow's job way easier. Uh, better product, better yields. Uh, cost per gram is going to be something in this industry that, as you as it does get legalized there and your laws do you know, get into place and you've got actually people doing business, they're going to find the most important thing is going to be their cost per gram. And we've seen the cost per gram in Washington come down. It's down below $9 a gram now in a retail store. Mm. That's I, when I was selling medical before i couldn't sell it for that hmm. um, not make any money so that's the thing that we're really trying to bring out is that kind of education is this really is business it's not just fun in the garage right and <laughs> and and with that and uh this is something that had always kind of been a concern of mine when trying to advance the the cause of legalization is that there's a stereotype like Greg kind of mentioned there's a stereotype there's the guy with you know, the, the guy with the dreadlocks and he's in a drum circle, you know, and he's wearing a tie dye tank top and, <laughs> and, you know, but, yeah. but this is business. And so there, you know, people have to be taken seriously. Unfortunately, you know, perception is everything. Mm-hmm. And would you want to yeah. invest with a, with a, a person like that? Or would you want to invest with a person who, you know, has their stuff together? And there's, there's seminars like that, right? The, the, that teach you marketing oh. And uh, and branding Absolutely. and things. There's IP. We've got well, we've got Johnny Rush coming out. It was I think he's the ex vice president of marketing for Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. He's coming out to talk about marketing and branding, 
And we've got uh, Cheryl Schumann coming out, who's been doing marketing and branding in the cannabis industry for years now. She's, we've got, uh, I think, three, four seminars just on different marketing and branding from social media to you know, all the different ways to do that because it's gotten so specialized. So there's that. There's genetics. There's um, IP, you know, especially with the genetics. And, well, like I was saying, there's nothing that I got. Canacon has a federal trademark. There's a lot of companies out there that just don't have any of those things, and it's important. So we've got a couple of seminars on uh, getting licensing and that type of thing. Um, normally, we would have a lot more seminars on the actual laws and how to get your license, um, but we will have seminars on at least what's going on. I know we've got Tito Jackson coming out. I believe he's one of your councilmen or something. Yeah, mayor, running for mayor. Yeah, yeah, running for mayor. Yeah, running for mayor. Okay. Any? Uh, he's going to be speaking now. Like, um, like Comic Con. Uh, anybody in costume? I mean, like, like any, anybody? <laughs> nope. Anybody dressed as Cheech and Chong or anything like that? Cheech and Chong has been to the show. <laughs> no, nice. but no, suit and tie. Yeah, yeah. The one thing Comic Con has done from day one, our motto has been business up. And you go back and look at all the interviews when we first did our first show in 2014. It seems like forever ago. It's only three years ago, but it seems like a long time now. Um, the whole thing was business up. Yeah. And that's really what Tanacon has been about. Uh, it's why we don't have smoking at the show. Yeah. We want, and, we, and it's also why we've kept our price really low. You look at the other big business seminars or expos that are out there, it's three to 600 bucks to get in the door. So they kind of exclude the general public from coming in to just check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go on. In fact, right now, anybody that you know listens to your podcast, uh, if they go on to, to get their ticket, they can put in Canacon 50, all capital letters, and get 50% off any tickets. Oh, that's awesome. So basically, nice. they can get a ticket for 20 bucks. Come nice. in, check out the expo. There's some free seminars they can go to, like on how to make your own edibles, uh, the medicinal side of it, how to dose. Um, we're not charging for those kind of seminars. Those should be free, and they are. Um, the business-type seminars, those we do charge for. Those are extra. Mm-hmm. But you'll see all that in, if you go to the ticketing page, what everything is. And we got a big party Friday night at uh, the Paradise. I haven't been there, but I've heard it's supposed to be a great place. And we've got all kinds of cool things going on out there. We have a job fair Saturday. So anybody interested, in, fill out an application. We'll have the application there. We'll have a few companies there that are looking to hire uh, we expect to have more, but again, the industry's not quite there with uh, your local government kind of dragging the <laughs> Yes. Hate to say yeah. that, but. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, job fair would be a great thing. Um, we've got in Canada, which is kind of like a shark tank type deal where we've got investors and there's going to be companies there uh, pitching their companies to the investors. I know uh, one of the uh, among the many experts, uh, the spaceman Bill Lee, will be out there, <laughs> I think, uh, Saturday. Yeah, former Red Sox pitcher. He he knows very. He was he was kind of pushing all this stuff. I think when he was still on the Red Sox. Yeah, when yeah. he was when he was stoned oh, playing he? for the Red Sox. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I gotta love him. He, yeah. He, he he wanted to start some kind of commu- commune, some communist ba- Maoist based commune that grew <laughs> weed or w- way back in the day. He was ahead of his time. Yes, he was way ahead of his time. Yes, ahead of his time. Of his time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look forward to meeting him. I guess <laughs> yeah. uh, Mikey Adams is coming out, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Nice. Sports podcast, uh, yeah. guys. Yeah. What's the website? And, and again, give that give that code out so that people can uh, can attend. Sure. It's uh, Canacon, C-A-N-N-A-C-O-N, dot org, not dot com, dot org. 
And the code is Canacon 50. Canacon 50. All right. Well, I think it's um, it's an amazing opportunity to build a business. And if you're an entrepreneur, you're probably already, and you haven't gotten involved yet, you're starting to be behind already, right? right so yeah. now, yes. Most now, definitely. Now, if you're at all interested in the cannabis industry, you really need to come out to Canacon. We've learned a lot in doing these shows and going to so many different states. Um, and we, we really are fairly good at having the right type of information to help people. All right. And well, that's all we're really about. Good luck with everything, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank Look you. forward to meeting you guys. Sounds pretty cool, man. Yeah, man. Uh, you're making money while growing weed. You make money growing weed, and then you can buy more weed. That's right, oh, wait man. a minute. I grow <laughs> it. Why am I buying it? Oh, man. Pizza's hey, man. taking forever. Anybody know what happened to our inventory? <laughs> that would be my problem. <laughs> Starting a business and then just, yeah. You know, you got to follow Tony Montana's rule there. Never do your own supply. This P&L is way off. <laughs> we're, miss, we're missing like half of our inventory, bro. When you uh, said spreadsheets, <laughs> I thought you meant veggie cream cheese. <laughs> Dude, you can't, you can't use the pro forma as rolling paper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, anyway, um, those are the people we're imitating that are going to be billionaires right. in about a year. <laughs> You're right about that. Thank you very much for listening this week to Extra Sauce. We will be back next week as long as I'm not taking some other vacation days <laughs> with a, uh, another exciting episode of Extra Sauce. Subscribe at iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.